Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm sad, Robbie. Why are you sad? Aren't you excited about Carnival? Real Carnival, yes. Not The Simpsons version. <laughs> are you saying The Simpsons version of Brazil is not satisfactory? Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. Congratulations, Robbie. You you figured it out. <laughs> We're going to talk all about it, Matt. Hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. For only $2 a month, gain access to all our bonus content. Our bonus episode this month is going to be about Disenchanted, which is on second season on Netflix right now. We're going to be releasing that next week, plus a bunch of old material, old, old content, old reviews, old discussion, all kinds of stuff on there. Encourage everyone to check it out. Thanks, everyone who helps us. As we alluded to this week's episode it is blame it on lisa episode d-a-b-f-10 originally aired march 31st 2002 written by bob bendetson who did uh one of the simpsons tall tales and this and nothing else so matt you never have to worry about him ever again well, that's good to know. <laughs> this episode is directed by Stephen Dean Moore. Its original broadcast received a 6.3 Nielsen rating, was seen by approximately 11 million people, finished 43rd in the ratings, tying it with a new episode of George Lopez, and... Oh, dear. 48 hours. What's wrong with George Lopez? Uh, I don't find him that funny. He's all right. He's all right. If you say so. This was the highest rated program on Fox that week. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, this, I'm glad that this is the episode that did that. Well, of course, Robbie. I mean, what other things are there that uh, you would want to take that title? Look, I guess if you're watching the ads for it and you see it and it goes, oh, the Simpsons go to Brazil, et cetera, et cetera. That's like, that's interesting. You know, it's it's a different. I think that's probably why they do travel episodes a lot of time is because they, they can it works on in advertising because it's easy it's an easy new novel thing oh the simpsons go to new orleans the simpsons go to brazil the simpsons go to maine or whatever maine uh the couch gag that's this not is... a real place name robbie vacation land maine mm-hmm. all right stephen king that's a reference to uh um john hodgman actually Oh, not Stephen King. Well, I, I was just making reference to the fact that all of his books are set there. Not all. Anyway. Hey, that is one that is not true. Many Stephen King books not set in Maine. He's written 150 of them, so you can't write all your novels can't be set in Maine. Just a lot of them are. Uh, I think you're setting a challenge for Stephen King. I think he's going to listen to this and go, you know what? I can set them all there. I mean, the newest one, I think, is in some underground facility, so it's not in Maine at all. Well, I mean, it might be the, beneath Maine. You don't know. It's, I haven't read it yet, so but I don't. Uh, the couch gag, the Simpsons are marionettes that get tangled in each other's strings. The camera tilts up to reveal Matt Groening as the puppet master. <laughs> and he gets fresh. Hey, uh, Matt, you know what? Simple physical gag. That's uh, true. Not broadly offensive to a, a large group of people. So it's all, it's all right. You know, it's a simple it's a simple little cutaway thing I, that I appreciate. There's some of these. There's it some. Of, there's some of them in here. Some. Some. Very few. Something to make you cry. Uh, cry. Oof, man. I don't. I don't think any of them. Anything makes me cry in this episode. If anything, it makes. Well, me, roll my eyes. I blindingly think. angry. No, 
No, this is not Simpsons. I will not say, I will say right up front, this episode's not good, but it is not Simpsons Safari or anything like that. That's true. Although the ending, oof, we're going to get there. I have some real, if, uh, okay, maybe a little bit of, I might tap in a little rage, just a little, a tiny little bit. I'll, I'll open up the faucet a little bit at the end, and that's it. It's more exasperation, you're right, than anything yeah. else. Uh, the episode begins with an itchy and scratchy episode. Uh, it's a golf episode. Uh, itchy hits Scratchy's head with a golf club in, on, into the moon. It's a moonshot. Ha ha! It's ha. all right. You know, it's itchy and scratchy. I'm I'm okay with any time they just use an itchy and scratchy cartoon. Yeah, there's nothing strange about that. Um, but then we get and, and to be fair, Matt, I will say also in the for the the pros part of you know versus the cons. There's a lot of cons, but I'll say for the pro, a pro in this episode is that it does get to the plot, you know, relatively quickly. That is definitely true. It really does. It's it, it may not they don't necessarily get to Brazil fast, but they get to the topic of Brazil really fast. And it is, you know, there is you can it meanders a little bit on the, in the first act, but it is them like figuring out how the, why and how and you know what they're doing and why they're going to brazil and all that stuff so it's not like five minutes of nothing and then oh we're at brazil it actually is right away they're like oh they are uh, we have homer and bart on the couch watching itchy and scratchy marge shows up with a phone bill four hundred dollar call to brazil homer immediately blames bart because of course he he does why who else would it be no one else in the family would call brazil and charge four hundred dollars right of course not and they only have one of the child, and it's the good one, so it can't be her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we get weird phone company jokes. Oh, so many phone company jokes. We get it. Phone companies were dead by this time. I I don't... Was this a real complaint? This is the... Like, there's jokes about, like, telemarketers in here. There's jokes about robot uh, switchboard jokes uh okay well yeah it's it seems like everything is um like every every joke you've ever had about the phone company we're gonna pop it into here like yes telemarketers are actually a local phone store and they get very upset when you hang up on them that's not the way time works i don't think it's not it's a lot of and this episode it's this episode in like total matt a lot of just sitcom base sitcom level jokes definitely true yeah there's a lot and it's not the only thing there. Are, I think there are a few good jokes in here, some good writing in here, but it is buried in the it is in the mire of the swamp of a lot of just base level sitcom jokes. It's in this. The, there's a couple jokes in here that are just not even like they're not necessarily bad jokes. They're just so confusing because I didn't they seem grounded in the experience that I were. I wasn't really I was what, 17 when. I was 16 when this episode came out, so I didn't have a phone yet, I don't think. I don't think I had a phone oh, in 2000. Wow. I don't think I had a cell phone in 2002. Um, I mean, they had, they had, there was flip phones mostly at that point, unless you had a very early iPhone. No, 2002, there was no iPhone yet, right? iPhone was 2004? Oh, no, no, 2007. 2007, okay. All right. Well, then, I had I would have been flip phones, and I didn't have one at all, because my parents weren't going to get me a cell phone. Um, not till I was... 18 i think and they were like you have a you're out and about please call us um but they make jokes in here about weird phone company names and the the amount of them like they have a, there's like 
Homer jo- Homer says, oh, there's so many phone companies now, and they all have weird names that I can't remember. Is that, were people actually, like, talking about that at the time? I mean, I think that we have become inured to this just because of all the weird tech company names, so maybe. I guess that's fair. Um, we constantly are bombarded with new companies all the time that do things. And lack of vowels. And we're just like, all right, sure, favor, uh, TikTok, whatever, just like, oh, it's a new dumb name. Sure. Throw it on the pile. It's fine. Um, but it just, I was like, I don't, phone companies really don't have that weird names. Even the newer ones that were popping up at the time, I don't think. Um, yeah. All that aside, I just stood out to me. They go to the, they go to the phone store, you know, generic phone store with weird a weird name like it was like vaz it was like a, a lot of those z's and v's in there i don't remember what it was it was like a, a 10 second uh sign gag but they run into Lindsay nagel where they try and talk uh talk their way out of paying the bill hello i'm your customer service rep Lindsay nagel we met you many times miss nagel why do you keep changing jobs i'm a sexual predator mm. now how may i best dispense with you today We've been charged for calls to Brazil that we didn't make. We are not paying this bill. Fine, I'll cut off your service. Fine, I'll cut off your ponytail. Homer. Marge, it's called negotiating. I'm down for Homer's way of negotiating. That seems to work pretty well. Cutting off pony... Utility companies aren't necessarily going to be the ones that are going to negotiate with you because you have no leverage over that in that situation, in that relationship. There's not much you can That's do. That's definitely true. They have all the power. Uh, so. Monopolies, folks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you, you, you're not. It's not like you're not going to use a phone. I mean, that's what I mean. A, especially a landline, you're not going to use. Eh, you know, people haven't flipped. You haven't switched over yet. Uh, that was this again. Two thousand two. People have not switched over to you know cell phone only households at all. Then, especially that's there, true. there's no service. Uh, Lindsay Nagel is a sexual predator. Hilarious. Isn't that funny? Yay. Jokes about, uh, you know, abuse. I, yeah, That's just, so just, ta- and even, and even they're just like, just like tossed in there. Just like, oh, look off one offhanded joke about being a sexual it's, predator. It's funny because she's a woman. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh, oof, guys, really? Oof. There's a couple of those too. I will say, I don't know why. Is it the travel episodes that pull out these terrible, terrible things? I don't know, because it seems they're more prevalent, and maybe it's just the predilection to go like to rely on stereotype. And oof, so yeah. they don't pay the bill, so they shut off their service. Um, Lenny shows up briefly to make jokes about taco shells and and the. They they found some old taco shells in the uh, somewhere at the plant, and Homer was not called because they don't have a he phone. Have a phone. So Homer tries to reattach it himself. Gets electrocuted, which would not happen to the degree that Homer gets it happened to him. But yeah, those things can hurt really badly because they're they're you know at thirty six volt DC. So don't you know put it in your mouth or anything. I mean Homer just the, my thing is Matt. I don't wouldn't even if you plugged into the wrong place, it wouldn't electrocute you, would it? It depends if you're talking bare wires or if you're talking actual connectors. And a lot of phone stuff uh, was still bare wires. So if you grab the wrong pair of cables when the phone rings, you will get shocked. So, but th- it's not life threatening, but it w- does tingle. This goes on for 45 seconds. Ugh, Homer gets electrocuted. For it. I watched it. Uh, my eyes are on the on the runtime 
uh, indicator for this episode for a lot of it, Matt. I don't uh, know if that surprises you. Um, but it does not at all. <laughs> it was this Homer gets electrocuted for 45 seconds. Uh, yep. That's it's physical. It, it's not great. It's not. And the, I think that's a large part of this is there's a lot of physical comedy in this. And a lot of it is just plain, you know, not they don't dress it up. They don't try and add anything to it. It's just like, hey, literally, let's watch Homer climb a power pole and plug wires in and get you electrocuted for 45 seconds. And it's like, you guys, you need to do a little bit more to this to make it something. Um, you know, Homer getting hurt by itself is not necessarily something I find very funny. Yeah. Agreed. So all of this is eventually leads to Lisa revealing that she indeed made the phone call to Brazil and reveals <gasps> Oh god. Yeah, no. It's terrible. And reveals why it is because of a uh a a child that she is taking care of named Ronaldo. Ronaldo used to send me a letter every month, but then they stopped. That's why I called the orphanage, but they said he disappeared. How come you talked for $400? Well, then they started pressuring me for more donations. And you can't hang up on a nun. That's right. They have powers. When I sent my first donation, the charity mailed me this video. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for your donation. Because of your generosity, I bought sturdy shoes that will last for a thousand sambas. Aww. He's so adorable. Can we have another baby? No way. I still haven't lost the weight I put on from the last one. And with the money left over, the orphanage was able to buy a door. Now the monkeys cannot bite me. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm like sugar to them. If you think doors are going to stop monkeys from biting you, you've got another thing coming. Obviously, that kid doesn't know anything. I mean, he is a child, man. It's not, you know, they're not the smartest. He is. That is definitely the truth. Uh, children. Children. So, Ronaldo has gone missing. So, there's your hook. You know, Lisa is concerned about Ronaldo. Uh, you know, someone she's been helping for months now and then suddenly he's disappeared that's a good hook that's not a bad that's like hey that is actually a very good hook because it's something lisa would do and you know it's something that can happen especially for sponsoring someone in a you know less developed country right and homer makes a joke about hitler youth <sighs> of course he does it's not bad actually i will say it's not a bad reference it's not as offensive as it could have been i don't it's not offensive it is grounding okay. in reality in real life history uh-huh, uh-huh. What? It doesn't? I mean, unfortunately it does. That's, I'm saying, that's, that's what I'm saying, it's fine. Like, I don't, there, um, you know, that's, there's certain things in here that are definitely bad, and there's certain things that I think that are harmless. I'm not, that's, you know, a lot of this, I'm just, I wish it was just funnier. That's really my most, my biggest complaint about this episode. Um, so, the family wants to go to Brazil. And they each go around and they explain why, and then they eventually they make a joke about booking a flight on the internet, which is remember the internet, Matt? I do, I do. I remember the internet. It's weird. Uh, it's like something happened there. Um, oh yeah, the internet became part of our entire lives. It, yes, it became the most important thing in the world. 
Uh, but that is, and then, but then the Simpsons are going to Brazil. Precisely. We go to commercial six minutes and 37 seconds in. And when we come back, uh, we get the Simpsons on the plane. Uh, we get lots of terrible weather jokes, uh, about, uh, you know, pointless things. Uh, Bart learns Spanish and then forces himself to forget it. Uh, because, you know, obviously it's not useful in the exact second they're doing this. So, you know, it's not useful ever. So he hits himself in the head until it goes away. And to be fair, Matt, Homer makes him forget it. Yeah, it's true. Homer. Well, Homer tells him to forget it. Uh, and he makes himself forget it by hitting himself in the head. Yes. I mean, exactly. it's useless. I mean, they speak Portuguese in Brazil, so I don't need Spanish. But I mean, they might as well just forget it all. Yep. That's exactly how that works. Anyway. And, and uh, Matt, we- here, I will say this. This is an example of... Well, what the Simpsons is doing a lot of travel episodes and why and why a lot of travel episodes end up being not that great. They it seemingly they just go, what if what is what are things that people know about Brazil and let's write a joke about it. So what do we know? Yeah, that's a good point. What do we know about Brazil? They, they don't speak Spanish there. They speak Portuguese. That's a common misconception. Let's make a joke about it. And that's a lot of the jokes that we're going to get from this here on out are about that. It's like, how is this place different from America? Let's make jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Anyway, so uh, we also ne- we next see that Patty and Selma are apparently taking care of Maggie because they felt it important for us to know that Patty and Selma are, of course, doing nothing while uh, Maggie, you know, changes her own diaper. Which, all right, super genius, baby. We get it. That's that's Maggie for you. I mean, it's fine. It's one scene. It uh, lets us know where Maggie is. Yes, which is the important thing. It's like and that way, no one writes in and asking where was Maggie during this episode. Why wasn't she with the family? Uh, the family, exactly. All right. So uh, then the, the Simpsons land, and we get so so many bad jokes about Brazil. And I mean, they're not bad as in like offensive. They're just bad as in yeah, we get it. Things are different. Like we said, uh, there's jokes about taking Congo lines instead of taxis. Uh, there's lots of homophobia uh, on the you know. The part of the people there, uh, they play soccer all the time because they kick everything, including they, they go to the hotel and they're kicking the keys around and luggage and whatnot. Uh, when they get to their room, there's jokes about fruit hats and mini bar hats uh, because everything is a hat in Brazil, apparently. So, yeah, I mean, they're jokes about how Brazil is different. Like like Robbie said, this episode is not as bad, nearly as bad as Simpsons Safari, but it's just it seems kind of lazy. It's very it is extraordinarily a lot of. And and some of it is lazy because it's not really a Brazil thing. Like, conga lines? Yeah. That's not really a Brazil thing. They make a joke later about uh, uh, the Macarena. That's not a... It's not a, Like, it's just... This is more like, hey, that's a Central or South American thing. So let's just say it's Brazil. And you're like, that's not the same, guys. That It doesn't work like... You can't... Uh, and uh, it's complicated, but ultimately, bleh, kind of just bleh. Yeah, and, and I mean, I guess they needed to fill time, and they're like, let's add some jokes. But mm-hmm. anyway, moving on. Uh, next up, we have the family. They finally decide that they are going to actually go out and look for Ronaldo. So they go to the first place, the orphanage. Mom, these are slums. The government just painted them bright colors so the tourists wouldn't be offended. Works for me. Yeah, check out the rats. Ooh, they look like Skittles. Here we are. 123 Papaya Street. This is Ronaldo's orphanage. Excuse me, we're looking for this little boy? Ah, yes, Ronaldo. He went out months ago. 
and we haven't heard from him since. Every day we light a candle for him. Have you tried looking for him? That's plan B. We're never going to find him. <laughs> oh. Now, Lisa, it's not as bleak as that. Can you fly me over town to look for him? <clears throat> we nuns cannot fly. Oh, too much junk in the trunk, eh? Yes. Yes, uh, that is a reference, I believe, to a 70s TV show. So that's that's actually a decent joke. Uh, I, I mean, the, the junk in the trunk is, is a little much, but, you know, that works. Um, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's better than most of the jokes. I feel a little conflicted about the uh, Brazil. Okay, the, the this is this is episode was controversial at the time because basically the entire country of Brazil hated The Simpsons for a little bit. Uh, the tourist board of Brazil also obviously hated this episode because it made it made it seem like Brazil is just full of slums and rats and uh, and and kidnappers and it's incredibly dangerous and terrible. Um, I don't know how to like the idea that you know Lisa says, oh the, yeah, they paint the slums to uh, you know hide the fact that it you know that there's you know that it's terrible living conditions and all that and. Uh, then there's the joke about the rats, and I'm like, I, I'm a little torn about how what that supposed to joke supposed to do. Like, are you yeah, right. are you highlighting? I like if you're not highlighting, if you're not making an episode about you know, uh, you know, people in developing countries and and are how they struggle. You know, this episode's not about Ronaldo. You know, Ronaldo is a plot device. <laughs> Ronaldo is not a real character. So it, it it's like it's tourism. Like, this episode is tourism. You know, it is not just the Simpsons visiting Brazil. It is also us visiting Brazil. So, if you're going to try to highlight, like, problems with Brazil, then you really should try and, like, actually examine them closely and not just use them as a throwaway gag. Yeah. I think that's my critique. It is not, oh, they're unfair to Brazil. No, I'm like, it's, it's fine. It, you just need to actually, like, but they, they don't care about, the, you know, the poor people in Brazil. They just want... To make a one a quick joke, that's it's indeed it's fine. Like a lot of this episode, it's fine. It's fine. And with that said, we're gonna move on. Uh, the family goes to a churrascaria, uh, which are wonderful, delicious places. Uh, if you're a meat fan, uh, but after that, which of course obviously Lisa is not, so she's not having a great time there. Uh, so the family splits up at that point. Uh, we get Homer and Bart run off together, and then Lisa and Marge are searching the marketplace. Uh, we get more bad jokes. Uh, Homer uh, is forced to wear a Speedo on the beach uh, because that Cor rule is enforced by the Cor lifeguard. Correction, Matt. Two Speedos. Two spe Well, at least two Speedos. We don't see how many he put on originally because he wears one Speedo. It disappears into his butt, and then he has to put on another one, and that one also disappears. So we really have no idea how many he's actually wearing because he says, how does that keep happening or why does that keep happening? So, see, again, okay, there. this is the I, – I, I, I like the first half of the joke. With the why does this keep happening? That that's funny. The yeah. the th next thirty seconds where we just see women like throw sand in their eyes when they see Homer's butt. Yeah, um, you can do better, guys. Yeah, they really can. You can do better. We get it. Homer Homer's ugly. That's not attractive. Homer is unattractive to look at. We get uh, it. We, so. yeah. Yeah. So uh, the boys do basically nothing of value. So Marge and Lisa go to search uh, the dance school where Ronaldo went. Excuse me. We think this boy might be here. Okay, this is the samba school. This is not a lost and found. 
This is where we invented the lampada and the macarena. We are now developing our most powerful dance, the penetrada. It makes sex look like a church. I don't think my daughter should hear this. You can't protect her forever, you stupid lady. So, yes, uh, that was not the worst joke, uh, but I think it was a little little over the top. But uh, Here's the thing, man. This is, and this is my problem with the episode. Writ large, it's not, and it, like, yeah, I wish it was funnier, mm-hmm. but it is about agency, you know. And I, I bring that up a lot in a lot of these mm-hmm. uh, bad, ep- the bad episodes, episodes I don't like. Um, and this episode isn't as bad as others because they they do go to Brazil and they do look for, you know, they they Bart makes the joke to that nun. He's like, "Why haven't you tried looking for him?" Uh, and like that's in like they do go look for Ronaldo. And then that devolves into the uh, to a different plot altogether. But yeah, they don't. In, in the end of the day, they end up just stumbling onto Ronaldo. And this is and this is the first place where like, why don't you have the dance teacher instead of saying, "Why are you bothering me?" And here's some jokes about dancing, which are fine. I don't mind the the dance about you know the the mix the the, the penetrata. I don't mind that. But why don't you have the teacher also say, oh, yeah, he said he was going to do this. And then and it's a, you know, a trail of crumbs for marginally sort of well, because that's that's not the plot of the, the episode. The plot of the episode is the Simpsons go to Brazil and bad things happen to them. And I think that's really what made the people of Brazil mad, because in addition to the rats and the colorful slums and that sort of thing and the kidnappings. I mean, that's all that happens to the Simpsons when they get to Brazil is bad things. Nothing, nothing fun happens to them. Like and I would that's like that's the part the. That's the intriguing thing to me would be them navigating Brazil as Americans and trying to find Ronaldo. And then at the end of the episode, they find him. Instead, they don't. And they don't do anything to find Ronaldo. And they don't really do anything to save Homer. Like, they don't do – it just happens. You know, things happen to them. Yeah. And that's – yeah. It's it's a – like – you want your characters to be active. You want your characters to make choices that matter. Even and it doesn't matter. Even if it's a, if it's a simple comedy, or if it's a complicated drama, whatever you're right, whatever whatever kind of story you're telling, you want your characters to actually matter to the story. You want them to impact the story. You don't want the story to impact them. That's true. So, anyway, moving on, uh, we get back to Bart and Homer, uh, who get. You know, too sweet juice in another Brazil joke. But then I hate they violate- I, I want to point that. Hey, pause. I like this. I like Homer's. I want your sweetest fruits mixed together. And then it's so sweet that he rubs dirt on his tongue. I like that. <laughs> that's good. I like that a lot. All right. All right. All right. That's actually pretty good. Uh, which if you've ever tasted some uh, juices from Central and South America, that is definitely the thing that could happen because who we uh, they're a bit much. Apparently, when there's sugar cane everywhere, you just throw it in everything. <laughs> So uh, Homer and Bart break uh, one of the cardinal rules uh, that was explained to them when getting off the plane is that you don't get in an unlicensed taxi. So, of course, they get in a taxi that is literally labeled unlicensed taxi because, you know, it's Homer and Bart. Uh, so they get, Homer gets kidnapped. Uh, Bart gets you know released so that he has to Bart go tell the family about Bart it. Bart doesn't even get released. Bart just jumps out of the taxi and isn't stopped. Right. Okay. Yeah. I guess I took that as him being released. You're right. That may not be him being released. That may just be you know Bart kidnappers. Bart being realizing the, the situation and running away. Homer does not run away. Homer just sits there yeah. like a like a dum dum. 
Well, that would require movement, and we know how much Homer hates movement. <laughs> yeah, it's, even when your life's in danger, who cares? Exactly. So, uh, at this point, uh, Marge and Lisa uh, are in the marketplace. We get more jokes about everything's made of animals, which I didn't know was a stereotype about Brazil, but It's sure. not. It's it's really yeah. not. And again, this is just a, like another joke that's just like, hey, it's a strange foreign place. Uh, yeah. That's, that's basically so, yes. it. Uh, at this point, uh, you know, Homer, uh, this is when Homer and Bart get kidnapped officially. And, uh, yeah, that's when we go to commercial with Homer being kidnapped and Bart running off. So it's 14 minutes and 13 seconds in. Mm-hmm. So we get, now we get, we get, we get a joke. We get Homer is now being held captive by two men. We don't, I don't think we ever get their names. They are just dudes. Us kind of like kind of greasy dudes. That's it. There's not really anything about their, you know, obviously kidnappers, not good people. Uh, we get jokes about them burning down the Amazon. We sure do. Yay. Uh, it's so sad how relevant that still is. 17 years later, still, it's still relevant. So one point for the Simpsons. Simpsons did it first. Um, we get uh, jokes about Brazil nuts are not being, are just called nuts in Brazil. Is that not true, Matt? You 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 that disagree? Is, that is not true. They are still called Brazil nuts in Brazil. I mean, they're actually called something else, but yeah. Oh, I see. They're not, but they're not just nuts. Right. Right. Uh, nuts is a very generic. Yeah. Homer runs into the Amazon to try and escape. Uh, he gets chased out by bats. Don't. Sure. That's fine. Sure. Sure. Why it, not? It's fine. It's it's. I mean, it is. It's representing the dangers of the jungle it is not necessarily oh you're definitely going to get attacked by bats in the in the amazon but you know homer would homer would absolutely he, be unable to find sur- a way he would not survive in the amazon it would be impossible uh, he couldn't even make it in the he turned into a quidjibo <laughs> just some um, yep. regular american woods um so bar goes back to the family we get the the this is the second part of where Bart watches the children's show that has a scantily clad woman in it as the host. Do you know she makes learning fun? She makes learning fun. Uh, I do like also earlier in the episode, Marge makes the joke about how at least she said Bert. I believe she says Bert and Ernie at least left it left it up to your imagination. Yeah, I like that joke. That's a good joke. Um, I this is a reference to a woman called Jaja. I think is how you're supposed to pronounce it. Shushisha? It's X. <laughs> what, Robbie? X-U-X-A is how it's spelled. Uh, she is this, like, the the second most, uh, I think the second, second, like, she, she hosted a television, a children's television show um, in both America and uh, Brazil. The Brazilian wow. one is much more, uh, much more popular. Uh, her... She sold many, many, many albums, children's music, I think, or just music in general. It's hard to say because this the Wikipedia is split up between like a billion different uh, different shows and uh but uh-huh. I the woman the show I looked at I looked up the show, the the Brazilian version. Mm-hmm. It doesn't she's certainly not wearing anything like they do in this that, episode. Uh, yeah. She's not wearing like just like a bikini. She's wearing like at worst, I, it looks like a mini skirt at times. That's it. Uh, she did later pose for Playboy. Later. Oh no! How horrific. I don't know. I I but the show itself didn't seem that crazy. Uh, I don't know if 
it's just I'm not aware of all the intricacies of this, but I looked up, you know, I looked up old episodes on YouTube and it seems relatively harmless, uh, but I don't know. It's not that the jokes are bad in it, about it. it. It's something. Um, she does make learning fun. More interesting to young males, I suppose. I that's yes, very true. Uh, uh so Bart tells Bart tells Marge and Lisa that Homer has been kidnapped. We get Marge going, and oh, this is the third act, Matt. This this third act, again, mm-hmm. this is this is bad. This is really where it falls apart. Like the first two acts are oh, bad. Yeah. They're like the jokes aren't always like very imaginative, but I could deal with it. The third act is just like really kind of lazy. This comes in because they just go to the police and the police just don't do anything. It's very much like a Chief Wiggum again, and you're just like, well, why are we in Brazil if we're just going to do Chief Wiggum jokes again? Like of him ignoring. Well, yeah, because I, I think what they were trying to get at here is that uh, in, in uh, you know certain areas of Brazil, I'm sure, as well as a lot of uh, still developing countries, uh, the police are not very helpful because they're you know. Uh, susceptible to bribes and i think that's what they were kind of getting at here uh but uh yeah he literally sits in the same desk as wiggum i like drew the same police station it's yeah yeah it's it that's the thing that is it's not really that oh the the police aren't helpful that's fine it's more like this is just chief wiggum joke again except they don't have it's a different voice so the family tries to they need fifty thousand dollars to as as a ransom uh but they can only put together twelve hundred dollars even with Grandpa wiring the money. Where's Grandpa getting the money? Yeah, right. Did he sell some of his medication or something? Grandpa, Grandpa is destitute. He lives in an old folks home. Where's his money go? Like, what money does he have? Uh, Homer begs. So we get we get a kind of uh, a, a montage of Homer trying to call different people and trying to get the ransom money. Well, with all our savings and the money Grandpa wired us, we have $1,200. Oh, that's very nice, honey. That'll buy you, uh, one of my legs or something they call a mystery bag. I'll get back to you. They have $1,200. $1,200? You've already eaten that much. Oh, come on. I didn't... Well, maybe. Enough of your blarney. Get the money. Ahoy, hoy. Mr. Burns, it's Homer Simpson. I've been kidnapped and I need $50,000. Hmm. Well, I'm high on sheep embryos, so I am feeling charitable. How about I advance you the money and you work it off? No deal! Moe's Tavern, home of the stinkiest rag in America. Hey, Mo. Oh, Homer, listen, I need 50 grand. Don't ask me why. No, no, I need 50 grand. I asked you first. Fine, I'll send you 50 grand. Thanks. Oh, Flanders, I need a hundred grand. Well, I don't really have that much, but uh, if you need it that bad, you'll be in my prayers. Go suck a Bible. Go suck a Bible. Indeed. And and you just have to ask him for a few thousand dollars and he'll totally do it. That's the way that works. I I like the, the joke about him already eating the $1,200 worth of food. Yeah. That's a good joke. I don't know why a Brazilian would use the word blarney. Who the hell knows? I, yeah. That's fine. Um, why? It, again, it's why? Why is this phone? Why are these phone calls here? You know, why is he calling Flanders for money? Well, like none of these people have fifty thousand dollars. And why would you? 
have him call Burns and like the joke is Homer doesn't want to work, so he's not going to take the money. And you're like, okay, that joke's not really worth no, that. Not. It's not worth, none of these jokes are worth the time they put into them. Um, so they can't find the money. Homer's just st- stuck there. In real life, he'd probably just get killed. Um, where they'd, re- they'd take the, whatever money they could give and just let him go. Those are, yeah. those are the two things that would actually happen. Um, Marge, Lisa, and Bart are kind of aimless. They don't know what to do. And this is a big problem. This is, again, the same problem, Matt. They just don't have agency. They just wander around until they find Carnival, which is fine. Uh, you know, because Carnival is interesting and Carnival is very colorful. Uh, but And it's really, if you're talking about Brazil, it's one of those things you really should talk about. Yeah. I would think they would make it a bigger part of the episode and not just, you know, a bit at the end. They would make it a big centerpiece and you, they'd actually, you know, you could really go crazy with the animation here. You could really, because it, it, it's really colorful. It really does dominate uh, what we think about, you know, what Brazil is, about what Rio is. And you could, you could make a big set piece. Uh, it, they, they spend a little time with it, but they're, as they're wandering through Carnival, they find a familiar face. I've got to get out of here. Cannot run from Carnival because even running is a kind of dance. I am on fire and I dance. I'll just dance and worry at the same time. Hey, look, it's a stripper from the kids' show. She makes paying attention cool. me, Ronaldo. Ronaldo! Yes, I am Flamenco Flamingo. And it all started with the dancing shoes you bought me. Why didn't you tell me? I tried to write, but I didn't know what state you lived in. It's a bit of a mystery, yes. But if you look at the clues, you can figure it out. I included that because I know you really like that. Can I stab somebody now? I'm so tired of that stupid... (laughs) Let's move on. (laughs) I was tired of it then, and I'm more tired of it now. Yeah, I, I, here I'm gonna. I'll make a a small defense of this joke in particular. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. I. It, okay. Here. Here is my. This is how I. I would be fine. Completely fine with this. Is if this is the last time they did it. I suppose. Because and it is very like and it's and it's not. You know what? It is not. There's a lot of the, a lot of the jokes, especially in the Scully years, when they made the jokes about what town, what state the Simpsons live in. It felt very antagonistic, much like a lot of the Scully years, where it's yeah. like openly angry at the audience and like mocking them. Um, and this is kind of like Lisa being kind of gentle and like, saying, yeah, you know, yeah, we we know we never include the joke. But, you know, if you think about it, it, it kind of answers itself, except that's not true. There's a lot of incredibly contradictory things that where they say where the Springfield's located. That's the point. Springfield doesn't have a state. It's fine. It is not. I think my it it becomes pl- when it becomes plot relevant. Oh, we I couldn't write you anymore because I didn't know what state you live in. It becomes like <sighs> weird. Like it turns it turns the Simpsons into some weird, like, 
Springfield's like in another dimension, basically. Like Springfield is like in a in in a quantum state <laughs> where it constantly shifts where it is. It's like uh, the castle in Krull. Every twenty four hours, uh, Springfield moves. What's that city that uh, disappears and comes back every hundred years? Oh, I don't know. Brigadoon. Brigadoon. There you go. It, it, it Springfield is in a, some quantum st- quantum state super superposition where it's in it's in m- every state at once, it, Robbie. Yes, it's in every state at the same time. Um, which would be that sounds like a great Charles of Horror episode, but they don't. You know, the fact that this is supposed to be realistic is you know realistic enough. And then they make it like a crux of the plot reasons that they're in Brazil in the first place. You're like, oh, okay, guys. Um, but Ronaldo is he plays he's a he's a child actor now. He's a child star dancing in this this ch- television show, and he's very rich. And because he has no parents, uh, no one steals his money. No one steals his money. Those oh poor Malcolm in the middle. Um, Frankie Muniz back in the news again. He, Simpsons uh, predicted it apparently. Yeah, they predicted that Frankie Muniz is wants uh, Lizzo <laughs> wants to be Lizzo's handbag. Well, well, let's let's be honest. Who doesn't? Uh, fair enough. Um, but that he gives them the money because it's, he just has all the money in the world, and then this is uh, oh my god, they ju- they just jump directly. To the, so, and this happens so fast, and it, that again it, at the ending, oh my god, it's it just so quick. It's just they find Ronaldo at Carnival. They they have one scene where he gives them the money. We get the Malcolm the Middle joke, and then immediately they're in. They are getting doing the exchange for Homer. Just like jumps right to it, and they're in gondolas in the air, which is. What? No. I mean, I understand the desire to be able to get away quickly, but that 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 doesn't get you away quickly that, and it, it, makes it, it almost impossible. It makes not none of it makes any sense. Like they throw there's a joke in here. I'm going to I have a clip, but there's a joke in here about Homer. OK, I can't. I'm 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 this is this is challenging, Matt. So <laughs> the, the 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 kidnappers and Homer are in one gondola right across from another gondola with Bart, Lisa, and Marge, and they do the exchange of money for Homer. Listen, uh, I made a little scrapbook to remember the kidnapping. I'm still working on it, but uh, as you can see, uh, oh, look. This is a cigarette butt you burned me with. You slept like a baby that night. (laughs) 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 Remember that, yeah. Homer, why are you laughing? He has the Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> he has come to identify with his captors. They let me stay up all night. Well, you won't be doing that at home. Now hand over the money and you'll get your Homer back. <laughs> Look at all that pink and purple. Our money sure is gay. You are free to go. We should make these transfers in a safer place. It was Homer's idea. You say no to that face. Really? Jokes about money being gay and Homer having to jump across just... uh, Yeah, okay. They make, like I was saying, they make the joke 
Homer wanted them to have the money exchanged in this terrible, terrible place. It, it does makes no sense. Like it just, it is only to set up calamity at the end, and it doesn't like why, why any of it. Like there's no reason for any of this. It's just as a, it just happens. If it feels very rushed together, slapdash. Um, Homer and yeah, the gay gay money. It's a color, guys. Yeah. Colors aren't. What is that even? Pink and purple money is gay. What? What? What are you? What are you doing? I, uh, okay. Colors, colors imply homosexuality, Robbie. Obviously, uh, they're. It's just a color. It's not a. It's just a color, guys. It's not. I don't. Oh, okay. Pink used to be an incredibly masculine color. Yeah, that's also true. Right. Back in the day, before weird, we have to weird color genderize gen- everything genderize everything um homer jumps across to the family's gondola which seems incredibly i would i don't matt if i was in that situation i don't know if i could do that if i could make that i don't know if my if i would willingly be able to jump if i could force myself to do it oh absolutely not i'd be like all right now you're gonna take me down and, and release me because there's no way i'm jumping across that that's just that's insane and that's why only homer could be the one to do it and it, and it's just I, that's like a nightmare situation to me. Like having being forced to make that jump, I would go. I would. Oh. I couldn't do it. But Homer does. He jumps uh, and fall, and he grabs onto the other gondola, but the, snaps the cable. Which I don't think he would do. Homer doesn't weigh that much, considering those gondolas can support thousands of pounds. I don't him. You know, jumping with his two hundred fifty pounds. But whatever. It snaps the cable. If it... I don't know. Snaps the... Which would not happen. Those cables are designed to handle so much heavier things. Yeah, exactly. But it snaps the cable. Snaps the cable. The gondola falls. Hits the side of a mountain. Crashes. We we get an action, a montage of them, all the, the family members smashing against the inside of the gondola, against the camera, basically. Eventually, the gondola settles down. Onto the ground. Everyone is perfectly fine, Matt. Indeed they are. Oh, until Bart gets eaten by a snake, of course. Oh, what did you say? Until Bart gets eaten by a snake and then dances inside the snake's body. That is, that's not how they ended the episode. No, that would be foolish. <laughs> that seems ridiculous. That They'd have one of our main characters get swallowed alive by a snake and then dance inside the snake's uh-huh. body. Mm-hmm. That seems stupid. Yeah, all of Act 3 is kind of terrible. That sounds really stupid. Why would they end an episode like that? <laughs> and you mean, and literally... I'm that's stop answering these bad questions. And Tommy. literally be the last thing we see is Bart Bart inside of a snake dancing. And, it, you know, not even that it's incredibly dumb and unrealistic and cartoonish, but also that they've made that joke before <laughs> with uh, the, the, the school snake swallowing students. Lumpy the school snake. Yes, yep. I remember now. Mm-hmm. They did that before, so it's not even a novel. Uh, I this episode's fine for most of the episode, and then it it falls off a cliff, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much as soon as Homer and Bart get kidnapped, it's kind of downhill from there. There are still some good jokes in there, but it just gets wackier and wackier. It's like the Simpsons didn't make their bones being wacky. They made their bones having good jokes in situations that would be tough for a, a non animated sitcom. And this is just not what they meant. Yeah. I, again, it, it can, you, 
it's and it's not that you can't have a wacky you can't have wacky action and you can't have cartoonishness like it there is a place for it it's just you need to have if you're going to do that you need it still needs to be grounded in a sort of in a certain reality you know it has to have you have to have good reasons for your characters to do things and it's really as simple as that it's not necessarily oh like oh it's cartoonish so it's bad like when you watch looney tunes the characters have simple motivation and sure crazy ridiculous absurd physics things happen like but you always know like why they're doing things why on earth would kidnappers agree to have an exchange up in the middle of the air in on gondolas that's actually the worst place you could do it because there's no escape you could just have the authorities yep. waiting for them at the bottom well because it's homer's idea they couldn't say no to that face they thought of this robbie they explained it no i i don't know why on earth if i why would you make all these it's the strangest decisions um i think this episode is not good mostly that's really like i want to if if the third act was as on par with the first two acts i think it would be okay you know not good it would be it would be it would be a, a quality episode for seasons you know 12 and 13 yeah it'd be like one of those you go like okay that's all right you know it's not not great but it's all right but then it just goes off the rails off the cable even uh it, it's just it you know characters don't have agency and it's not particularly funny and it just doesn't make much sense it still has to make sense i think i can't i'm never gonna go oh this episode doesn't make sense it's still good nah, you need to make sense you need to have structure you need to you need to have a, a good foundation that you can hang those jokes on and if you don't have that good foundation your jokes are, are not going to be as successful as they otherwise would be and i think they a lot of times they bite themselves uh they bite themselves in the butt they 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 end up hurting themselves because they don't want to put the work in on a solid foundation of a plot, which would make the jokes better. You know, like I think it'd be funnier even if it made more sense. Because then you're not constantly being distracted by like, why are people doing things? Well yeah, they expect you to not to think too much about the episode. They expect you to laugh at the jokes and then not, you know, engage your brain at all. Which some people are, are can do, and that's fine, great for them, but that's not us. Uh, we will rank it at the end of the show. What's your map? Oh, uh, I forgot. What's what's my phrase again? <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot. Robbie, is this episode broken? You have to cut out all your damn laughing. <laughs> Line... This is only the second time we've done this. Damn it. Line. Uh... <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I this one. I have doubts if I want to say no. My first, my first, I think no, ultimately, but barely no. Well, no, because uh, I, I agree with you here, because the episode on the surface makes sense. The problem is the execution leaves something to be desired. Yeah, and I, 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 like it's not, it's not Simpson Safari. It is not, um, you know, it's not uh, the Missionary Impossible. It's not that level of of just disregard for for a story or plot it is challenging in that third act though oh i and and that's that i was actually for most of the, as i was watching it matt i was thinking like hmm i remember this being bad why 
and it's and this is yeah. it's not great, but it's all right, you know. And then I get it. I'm like, all oh, right, that's that's why because this third act is terrible. Um, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments in the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Comments in the news group. So I come through the nohomers.net forum. Uh, to talk about and see what people thought about the episode uh, when it first debuted and uh, see what the masses thought at the time. Uh, the Simpsons diehards, as they were, with the, the, the news group kind of falling, mm-hmm. falling to the wayside. Um, uh, most people really liked it. Well, most people can be wrong. <laughs> Twenty, Roughly 23%. Five out of five. Five out of five, Matt. Perfect. Yeah. 30% 4 out of 5, 28% 3 out of 5. So that's that's near that's 70 it's over actually that's let's see 50 I'm doing math over that's 80% of the audience thought this was above average to great. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just doing the math. 12% 2 out of 5 and 6 and a half 1 out of 5. God bless those six and a half percent people. <laughs> Is that where you put this one? That one out of five? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, 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 I'm kind of, I'm torn between one or two out of five. You know, I'm, in, I'm in between there. I'm mushy a little bit on this one. We need a mush, yes. mush meter, uh, for the Simpsons show. I have some, I have, I pulled some reviews. So uh, give us, give us some words. It had a good beginning. It was nice to see Itchy and Scratchy. I didn't like the joke about the state they live in, and I don't like how they're ending every episode with dancing. I give it a 4 out of 5. Very good. Best episode of the season. Best of the season, Matt. Yeah, I'm sure somebody thought that. I This is not the only person who said that this is the best episode of the season. Other people said it, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next one, eh, I still don't know quite what to think about this episode. It had its moments, good and bad. It all seems so rushed. I don't know what... I don't quite know if I truly liked it or not. Telephone company thing was good. The blue-green wiring. The comment about how gay their money was. The ending sort of sucked, in my opinion. Bart in the middle of the snake is what I call a good ending. I'm watching Greg the Bunny right now, and yes, it sucks. Futurama was pretty good tonight. I'd give it a B plus. King of the Hill was excellent. I'd give it an A. I'm going to watch The Simpsons again, and then I'll have a review ready. Uh, seemed like this episode is half thought up and half executed. Make it a quarter of an episode. Gotta love what Mars says after the girl with the big boobies. At least Bert and Ernie made you imagine it. Grade uh, 3 out of 5. And finally, oh, good Glavin, that was crap. Almost as bad as Simpson Safari. Used so many bad things from the Scully era, I swear it was Scully produced. Strength's down there with the worst of the Scully episodes, including Homer being super obnoxious, every character acting strange, every single moment of plot forced, everything felt forced, trying to... Let's see, the Simpsons are going to Brazil, enough said. Another appearance of Lindsay Nagel, Homer's fist-shaking, the show making jokes about itself... Rauchiness, unnecessary rauchiness. <laughs> Everything that sucks about The Simpsons was included in today's episode. F. Yeah, yeah, that sounds Un- right. Undoubtedly, the worst episode of the season. This was this person. This person had some gripes. Hmm. To be fair, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say the worst of the season because uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's. I don't dismiss it outright. I'll say that I don't go immediately. Oh, it's absolutely. It's not the worst. It's not Simpsons Safari level of bad. It is a Simpsons Safari, but Simpsons Safari was also last season. So we'll see. Right. Um, that's about it. We can move on to our next segment. It is time for the Lister Question of the Week. Let's try one more number. 
<gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our literature question of the week this week is, what is your favorite literary or book reference? A lot of great answers. Uh, appreciate everyone who took the time to answer. Really uh, thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for our fans in general, for the people who keep listening to us, even after almost 300 episodes. Uh, first from Lauren. Uh, Marge, did you invite one of your friends? Lisa. Friends? Ha! These are my only friends. Grown-up nerds like Gore Vidal. Emily he's more... He's... <laughs> Dang it. Even he's kissed more boys than I ever will. Girls, Lisa. Boys kiss girls. Uh, Laura. Oh, Marge. Laura, I can relate to, to... Laura adds, I can relate to Lisa more than I care to say. Yeah. I was young Robbie and a lot of book friends beating yeah. friends that were just books. For, from Next from Aaron. When Thomas Pichon made an appearance on the show, which is remarkable given he never gives interviews or, make public, or makes public appearances. One of the appearances was that March baking competition episode when Pichon critiques her hot wings. These wings are delicious. I'll put them in the Gravity Rainbows cookbook, right next to the frying of Black K-49. Pinchon had to be a fan. That's really the only reason I could... I, oh, of course. Of course. I can't... I, I tried, Matt. I tried to read... I tried to read Gravity's Rainbow. You know, I've never tried. I should. I couldn't. Was it worse than uh, Jericho or whatever the uh, Alan Moore one was? Oh, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Uh, it's shorter. I think it's shorter than Jerusalem, but it's at the same, end of the day, it's the same result of me going like, I tap out. I can't do this. It's too long. <laughs> um, first, next from Sergio. I love the whole interaction between Marge and Stephen King on Insane Clown Poppy. I'm working on a biography of Benjamin Franklin. He's a fascinating man. He discovered electricity and used it to torture small animals and green mountain men. And that key tied to the end of a kite, it opened the gates of hell. Well, quite a, quite let me a, know when you get back to horror. <laughs> will do. From Hannah, I'm pretty fond of the Telltale Heart diorama from Lisa's Rival. I always find it endearing when the young intellectuals of The Simpsons have enough of an understanding to grasp the story, but have missed the subtext and themes, just like when I was a kid missing jokes in The Simpsons. That's so true. That's one of the best parts. Oh. Uh, from Mike, I love when Skinner tells his book idea that Pooh and Pooh pretty much tears it apart for ripping off Jurassic Park with a horrible name. Billy and the Clonosaurus. Uh, from Eugene, damn you, Walt Whitman, leaves of grass, my ass. Uh, from Adam, Bart, I'd like you to read this copy of Johnny Tremaine. It's a book I read as a girl. A book? Poof. I think you might like this. It's about a boy who goes to war. His hand is deformed by an accident. Deformed? Why did you say so? They should call this book Johnny Deformed. I get more kids to read it, probably. I mean, it's you know what happened after I saw this episode about as a as a child. I went and you read went and read Johnny Tremaine. I went and read Johnny Tremaine because I was like, oh my god, his hand gets messed up. Cool. Uh, from Andrew at the Andrew blog on that for the show. Uh, I hate you, Walt freaking Whip. Walt freaking Whitman leaves the grass. My ass. I still love it when Homer is unexpectedly literate. He truly does enjoy all the meats of our cultural stew. Honorable mention to Lisa reassuring herself about her loneliness by noting that Emily Dickinson lived alone and wrote some of the most beautiful poetry the world has ever known, and then went crazy as a loon. Although, no. I will say that Emily Dickinson's solitude is a little bit overstated. She, well, yeah, I mean, like, she didn't go out and party, but, you know, she, she left the house. She did, yeah, she knew people. It wasn't, she didn't live, like, in her house by herself her entire life. Um, from Lauren, uh, El Club 88, quote, the raven eat my shorts had to be included. So important. From Denise Carmat Simpsonology, I am familiar with the works of Pablo Neruda. Neruda. 
very good. Uh, Tim at Hoju84. Amy Tan taking Lisa to task about being wrong about the Joy Luck Club. Amy Tan, come. She tried. Lisa's just trying her best. Come on. It's okay. Uh, and finally, at uh, loads at loads TBB. And I swore never to read again after To Kill a Mockingbird gave me no useful advice on killing mockingbirds. It did teach me to not judge a man based on the color of his skin, but what good does that do me? <laughs> None at all. None at all. What's your answer, man? Uh, my answer is actually from A War of the Simpsons uh, when Homer is attempting to remember the party that he acted like a jerk at. And he conjures up a scene from the Algonquin Roundtable and he says, uh, oh, I, I told her I must get out of these uh, wet clothes and into a dry martini. And it just the idea of Homer even knowing what that is and, and picturing that is just hilarious to me. I'm not going to be not I'm not too surprised, but uh, anyone listening, but the Stephen King reference, Stephen King appearing, I am. I'm not nearly as much of a fan as a Stephen King as I used to be, because I don't think that's possible, because I was the biggest fan ever, but I still hold a, there's a dear place in my heart for that old weirdo, and him appearing on my favorite show was a very yeah. cool, very cool thing. Uh, there's quite a Stephen King renaissance happening right now, with all the television shows and all the movies. That's true. And his new book came out, all that stuff. Um, next week's question, what is your favorite quote from a travel episode? Lots of really good contenders in this one. So um, I'm excited to see what you guys answer. I will post this question on all our social media, facebook.com slash the Simpsons show pod, Twitter at Simpsons show pod. And you can email us at Simpsons show pod at gmail.com. Uh, follow us, like us, all those good things. Next up, Matt, it is time once again for the no Google trivia challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. The Dogo Trivia Challenge is for Matt and I each, have, each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stump the other. Uh, I am leading by a single point. We'll see what happens this week. I haven't decided how cruel to be to you. It doesn't matter, Matt. It, you could... I am a... I, I, I don't feel like I have any kind of solid grounding on when I'm going to actually do well or not. I could do terrible. I could do great. It's hard to say. What? You ready for an easy question? I'm ready. These are all from your favorite travel episode, Simpson Safari. Oh, dear. Why would you? Oh, okay. Where do they visit in Simpson Safari? Uh, I believe Africa. Where in Africa? Um, oh, God. But, but Robbie, they just go to Africa. They don't go to uh, a specific country. I, I, did, I was just seeing if you knew the answer. Right? Uh, Africa, okay. is, Africa is fine. They go to ten, Tanzania, technically, but they also visit oh, places. Yeah. They also visit places New that Zanzibar. are absolutely... Yeah, or Pepsi, Pepsi pres presents New Zanzibar. Yeah, but they also go to places that are absolutely not in Tanzania, so... Well, yeah. I Whatever. Africa's good enough. What's my easy question? All right, your easy question. All of your questions come from Lisa versus Malibu Stacy. Uh who opens the Springfield Center for Geriatric Medicine? A famous TV star. Grandpa's a really big fan of his. Oh, Matlock. There you go. What? I, 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 Matt, I don't know if I know, like, I I knew that happened in that episode. I don't, well, I'm like Malibu Stacy, but old people? Yeah, it's, it's the B-plot. Grandpa gets a job at the, uh, the Krusty Burger. Oh, what? That's in that? That's in that episode, yeah. <sighs> okay. Simpsons. All right, Matt, your immediate question. What is the name of the doctor they find in Africa? Uh, Dr. Bushwell. I need a full name. Oh, um, Lord. Full name? Jeez, Robbie, you're killing me here. Um, God, 
I, I don't know, uh, Jane Bushwell. That would be two on the nose. Dr. Joan Bushwell is her Joan name. Joan Bushwell, of course, of course. All right, your medium question. What was Malibu Stacy originally made of? <laughs> oh, God, it's like some weird vegetable, I think. Or is it a bat? It's either a vegetable. I remember them eating a doll. But I don't remember if that's actually, or if it's like asbestos or lead or something terrible that's toxic. It's one of the two things. I'm, because I know they do, someone eats, I think Homer takes a bite out of a prototype doll. Or something? I haven't seen Malibu, I haven't seen that episode in so long. Um, I'll say, the, I'll say asbestos. Uh, it is actually dried onion meal. And you actually see the kids uh, eating the first doll. Okay tried onion meal i wouldn't have got that right anyway okay your hard question matt in what lunchbox do they find the animal crackers that eventually get them to africa oh um i swear i know this um you want like the theme of the lunchbox right mm-hmm okay it is uh, is it the monkeys hey hey we're the monkeys no it's not the monkeys matt okay then i don't know it is Burke's Law. Yeah, I wouldn't remember that. All right. That's a television show that Homer liked. I'm sure it was. Wow. All right. Your hard question. 1963. Okay. So your question is, what are the phrases the talking Malibu Stacy says? Uh, there are six of these plus a bonus. Oh, God. Uh, so I will, I will ask you for four of them. <laughs> oh, no. Um... I'm yeah I'm I mean I'm very confident I know all of these um I mean they're all terrible sexist things I know that uh, I think uh, w like I don't I, th I I I don't think I can get any of them word for word uh I can only paraphrase some of them probably I would say let like I'm I don't I don't I don't need to go to school I'm just a girl uh my husband can't handle that or I need my husband or something like that. Uh, I, they're all terrible. Uh, I think one's like, uh, I, I, I think I'm, I'm out, man. I don't think I can remember them off the top of my head. Okay. They are. Uh, don't ask me. I'm just a girl thinking too much. Gives you wrinkles. <laughs> Let's forget our troubles with a big bowl of strawberry ice cream. That was Marge as well. Uh, I wish they taught shopping in school. Let's bake some cookies for the boys. Let's buy makeup so the boys will like us. And finally, the erroneous one, my spidey sense is tingling. Anyone call for a web slinger? <laughs> oh, God, they're so, that's, they're so awful. Uh, they, they really are. <laughs> that's really, oh, oh man, The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. You were really good. Back in the day. Back. Those, 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 good, those really great episodes. That's one point of peace for me and Matt tonight, today. This morning, as we are recording, uh, we are. I'm still a one point lead. Good enough for me. I'll take it. Good enough. The the Robbie, Robbie will win at the end of the season. Yes, if I have one point, one point win is still a win. I'll take it, uh, especially over Matt. Uh, we can move on to our final segment. Segment every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode. Ever. Best episode ever is the part show. Man, I rank the episodes categorically, watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever, and how good they are. So I think Robbie and I are looking at about the same spot. Like we're looking at what what are the other season thirteen episodes, and down at two thirty three, it's sweets and sour margin. I have to say, I think this is actually better than that. 
Hmm. Sweet and Sour Marge. No. It's got an Oompa Loompa in it, Robbie. It also has an ending that is actually, like, tonally correct. It ends with yeah, Homer making it. a choice because of Marge. It ends with them spilling sugar into the, the water and eating a shark. I am losing their teeth. That's still better than this, Matt. This <sighs> yeah, third act is much. miserable. Yeah. I was it looking... Is, think of the first two acts. Hmm. I mean, there's... <sighs> I mean, I don't think it's far off. I think I would just put it a few lower. Like, I think the Blunder Years is better than this. Really? Yeah, that's true. How did Sweets and Sour Marge go by the Blunder Years? Because Sweets and Sour Marge is better than the Blunder Years, Matt. I suppose. It's where I'm going to be nitpicky here because that's where we're at. We're down here in this drags. I have to be nitpicky to separate these episodes out. Fair and enough. I think I think Sweets and Sour Marge and the Blunder Years has like a core of like wholesomeness and like charm to them yeah you're right you're right you're right it just it hurts (laughs) this doesn't have that and and it just ends the ending is just miserable it's so bad and there are some good solid jokes in here there's also jokes about money being gay and (laughs) you're like okay all right and jokes about sexual predators like okay cool um i would put it probably I, I think it's I think Blunders is better. I think Simpsons Bible Stories is better. I think Homer's Odyssey is better. We're, I think we're I, I'm looking at like anywhere from like Homer the Pygmalion, Homer the Mo going to Praise Land. I think it's better than Praise Land. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think it's better than Praise Land. Um, I think I don't know if it's better than Blunderdome. No, because Blunderdome was weird, but you're you're right. It had a plot, and they didn't just fall apart in the third act. Like this I mean, does. The, I think it's it. Blunderdome is more consistent throughout. Like it's all Blunderdome is very ridiculous, and it is a, it is also a travel episode. They go to Hollywood, but yeah. it is thoroughly the same. You know, it is all consistent though all the way through. I would, and I don't know. I've, I I think it's more entertaining to watch. Blaming Elisa is a lot. Like there's no one getting a, f- and there's no terrible like gay jokes and or sexual predator jokes in blunderdome there's the presence of mel gibson but that's before we all knew that he was a bad person yeah so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna critique the episode for it fair enough i'm not gonna blame people if they don't like it because of mel gibson that's perfectly fine but yeah it's and i I like blame it on lisa is still not this is not a good place this is in the bottom 50 dregs of the show which is saying something. It's not a good spot. Mm-hmm. It's number 243 on our list. Uh, right below Beyond Blunderdome, right above I'm Going to Praise Land. Simpson Safari is still in last place. Homer's Enemy is still first. Um, what's our next episode, Matt? Uh, oh, you would have to ask me when I close my tab already with the Wikipedia page. Yeah. It's I'm, so hard to scroll so far. It's Weekend at Burnsies. Here, I'll... I'll, oh, there I'll, we go. Oh, the weed episode. It'll be fun. It's medical marijuana. So, hey, that's topical. Yeah. You know, that's a topical episode. Maybe uh, it's um, sadly still topical. Sadly still topical. Maybe I know fish is in it. I know you love fish. Everyone's favorite jam band. Mm-hmm. Huge fish fan right here. Can you name a single fish song? I cannot. That's, <laughs> I didn't think you could. I don't like fish either. Uh, just be very clear. I don't I don't enjoy fish that much. Um, I like some of Trey Anastasio's like side projects, but I don't like fish. 
Um, do you know who Trey Anastasio is? I don't know. He's the the lead singer of Fish. He plays bass. Um, we're gonna get some fish. We'll get some medical marijuana next week. I'm curious. Uh, I'm, I'm I honestly can barely remember this episode. I'm really curious about about it. About how it treats you know weed. Yeah. That's true. I don't in, remember. It's been a long time since I saw this episode. In 2002. And I'm, I'm curious. Um, but we'll talk about that next time. You can watch along with us. Um, you can find all this stuff at our website. It's thesimpsonshow.com. The list. Uh, best episode ever list. I need to update it. Hopefully I can do that. Get mm-hmm. on my butt and work. Fix it. Because it's old. Outdated. Uh, links to our Facebook. To our Twitter. To our RSS feed. Link to our Patreon. If you want to help us out. Help us pay for hosting. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, so we get more episodes that only cost more money. Um, we do thank everyone that does support us on Patreon. Uh, that'll that'll do it for us. Before we go, you can find me on Twitter at Robbie Dorman, and my website is robbydorman.com. Has links to all my other podcasts and links to buy my books. My newest novel, Truth, is like buy my book. Buy my book, uh, and I'm 100 shilling just as hard as Jay Sherman. Buy my book, a novel of psychological horror. Uh, called truth by my book uh, about a news news host haunted by a specter of truth it's a really good book guys seriously you should definitely read it matt's matt's a my my door-to-door salesman he's boxing people knocks on people's doors tells them to buy my book that's true buy my book um matt does not participate in social media you will not find him that's true, but as Robbie said, I am going door to door promoting his book. So if someone shows up uh, at your door saying, "Hey, I've got the truth for you," well, then you just let them ride in and start reading immediately. That's me. <laughs> That's Matt. <laughs> you can also read it for free on Kindle Unlimited. Buy my book. Uh, that'll do it for us today. I'm Robbie, and I'm Matt, and keep watching the episodes. Shh.